Oh my lord. Welcome back to the apartment. I'm Asfali. This is Ali Baluch. And wow, do we have a real special one for you. Yeah, I feel like this is the first time. Um, this is our first episode together. In quite a while. In about a, a little over a month. Mm-hmm. You know, our last one was Lord DIY. Welcome back to the apartment. And if this is your first time watching or listening. What do we do here? Welcome. This is the apartment. This is our chance to sit with our favorite diverse content creators, influencers, musicians, after actors, athletes. And we just get to really talk to them about their journey and their work ethic and, you know, their background. So this week we have Kalyon Fox. Kalyon Fox. Now, if you're not too familiar with him, this guy is a rapper, musician, producer, writer, um, comedian. He, comedian. Yeah. He does sketch comedy videos. He does great. I feel like he's a director in his own. He you know. started two separate waves. Yeah. By himself. He did. And now he's like a dancer. You've seen a lot of uh, his videos turn into memes. You've seen mm-hmm. his videos be challenges. And now we get to really sit with him and talk to him and really find out about his background. A lot of people actually have been asking us to, you know, sit and kick it with him. So I was like, why not? Dude finally moved to L.A. So I was like, it's about time. And we sat down and it was a wonderful interview. We even yeah. got him to take his sunglasses off. Well, he That's did. how good this conversation was. What have you been up to, Asif? Oh, boy. Um, what can I get into? I... Uh, season two okay. of TBS's hit show Wrecked. Hey, we had our season finale congrats, recently. Congrats! Um, so you know, fingers crossed, we're gonna For get season a season three. three. Um, I feel really good about that. Um, I also am taping a stand-up show. So okay, we did that. Um, we're doing all the interviews for that um, over the next month or so. Yeah. So that should be on some sort of streaming platform soon. Yeah. Um, and then I, I, I read on some big Hollywood websites mm-hmm. that there's a one hour or like what, what, what's going on? A one hour goat face comedy what? special is coming to Comedy Central, baby. That's right. That's so Me, exciting. Hassan Minhaj, Fahim Anwar, Aristotle the Theorist. We were in a sketch group, for those of you who don't know, back, back, back in the day. I used to watch that stuff back in the day. That's how we met. And then... You know, we all got busy, you know, you know, working. Hassan got The Daily Show. I became a sex symbol. Like, we all got really busy. And so now Comedy Central was like, hey, we remember um, all those dope sketches you guys did. Why don't you just do like a one-off hour special? Yeah. Especially now in this climate, in this political and social climate, you know, it's ripe for you know, people of color yeah. and, uh, and diverse, just like our audience and, yeah. our, and our people that we interview here, those voices to be shown in, in the way that we can do it best, which is sketch comedy. So mm-hmm. look out for that. We're gonna, we're, we, j- we started writing it recently. Okay, so. I'm so, I'm so yeah. excited for this, man. Like yeah. I used to watch your videos um, back in film school. I used to watch all the goat face videos. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like now with a budget, now that you guys finally have a budget. Because we did it with zero dollars. Yeah, you guys did it with like just, it was you guys were the crew. Mm-hmm. So like if you were in the scene um, and I wasn't, I would be holding the boom mic. Yeah. And then if I was in the scene, you would hold the boom mic. Yeah. So it was like very DIY. Um, but yeah, look out for that. So I have some things going on, but that's exciting right now I'm on this podcast. Yeah. But before we start this episode, quick shout out to our sponsor, shout out to our sponsor, Adidas, Adidas. If you don't care, why should we Adidas? Adidas. So anyway, let's go ahead and get started. Episode 31, I believe. I believe so. 31. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was telling Asif and Sumer, I think we've reached uh, a point where I disagree, but he thinks that we've reached a point where there's no got, more diverse content creators. I think that's straight up not, malarkey. Not, not that there aren't any more. <laughs> they don't want to work lot. with us. They just ignore me, man. No, because it's your approach. Possibly, we gotta man. we gotta change the approach. Like, I I legit email everyone, and I have like this app where like <laughs> I don't even answer your emails. That is true. So it's just like a different approach. We Do I got to keep harassing? I kept harassing this one YouTuber and he was like, yo, basically like stop booking email. Mm. That was basically his tone after his, because like usually, you know, I always follow up. I'm like, hey, yeah. two weeks have gone by. We want to check in. People don't know, you know, our audience, you know, yeah. I don't think they realize how hard it is to get. I love how every day it's like, to come get on the this show. guy, get Tom Cruise, get Will Smith. Like, it's like when someone will, a- will ask me like, be in. Being uh uh being X Men yeah hey, being uh being Fast and Furious being Game of Thrones like it's just me being lazy and not asking yeah 
Um, but I'm unwrecked, so that should be enough for you. Yep. Okay. Anyways, this um, we're gonna keep getting diverse people for you. We're gonna don't keep listen doing to this. It. I'm just saying maybe we bring pessimist. in some non-diverse. I don't know, man. That's, we'll no, see. no. What do I, you guys think? Let us know in the comments if we should start getting non-diverse people while there's still diverse people out there that need to be interviewed. Maybe we get to get you guys to harass them mm. and like a community uh, outreach. Thing. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. But. I mean, enough of this. We can enough talk about that. this after. Stop wasting their time. There's a great interview yeah. they need to get to. So, guys, here it is. Episode 31. Um, yeah. Callie on Fox. For music and music videos, since you do a lot, do you feel like, you know, you see the same type of, like, repetitive cookie cutter things? Oh yeah. God. And then God, you're like, because you, you, like, try to switch it up. And, and you do, you had your little creative flair. Bruh, who the f*** is that on your shirt, my guy? Is that Naruto? What you gonna rap about? Hmm? Yugi hoes. Digimon. Weird ass Star Wars looking. Uzumaki hit me, I got the Uzi with me. I'm where them thugs and them killers be. I'm dropping up in that squad, the Fox of God, Octopops with me and Killer B. Do you watch it and you're like, I can just do so much better? I mean, I don't like to compare myself. Like, I don't, I don't like to talk down on people's craft. Like, I'm yeah. like, however people go about it, that, I mean, whether they're doing it because they love it or whether they're doing it for money, I don't wanna yeah. knock it. You know what yeah. I mean? And so, when, but when I do see it, I'm just like, oh, it's just another music video, you know? So that's mm -hmm. why, like, um, I don't know if you noticed, but like for ours, we call it visuals because, mm -hmm. um, and I've seen other people use visual, but the reason why I use visual as like in the title is because when people listen to my music, I want people to visualize the actual, you know, video while yeah. I listen to my music. So it sort of enhances it. Yeah. Exactly. And it's something about visuals that will really draw, like, make people more interested in the song even more yeah like when you see a, a a really nice well put together visual with a song i'm gonna like the song even more and sometimes you to, can even i mean i've seen this before like the song is just sort of just like mm. yeah but exactly. sometimes you can like the videos are so awesome that's what i'm saying yeah. like you'll hear a song and it's like oh, okay and then you see the visual and you're like wait this is actually kind of groovy yeah you know? yeah so that's kind of how i go about it but yeah like um and, the same, and another another reason why I call it visuals is because um, when I hear a song, I'll sometimes, depending on what the song is, like, I don't know, it, it's kind of random how yeah. I go about it. But when I hear a song, I'll just automatically see visuals, like, before it's even made for the song. Mm -hmm. And so that's another reason why. Because you see it as, like, not a song separate. In a video separate, you see it all as, all like, a one, one package yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Are there certain, like, people when, when you were coming up that... Um, that inspired your, because you have a very specific kind of music video style where there are mm -hmm. certain people where you're like, oh, I like that and that and that and that's. Yeah, like, uh, so I like really quirky, you know, just out of the box type yeah. of visuals. And I mean, easily Odd Future. They're like, oh, huge, yeah. Of course, yeah. You know, inspiration. Yeah. So as far as like um, just starting off, like seeing them, I'm just like, damn. Their like, aesthetic is, is nice, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, the reason why I like them so much is because when I first saw them, I'm like, these niggas look weird. Like, I'm not, th this is on some old other, like, yeah, negative, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. idiotic. Because I, mm -hmm. I saw it. Um, Yonkers first. Oh, yeah. like, Yonkers changed changed everything. Man. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, I saw VCR Wheels first, uh, but I didn't know that it was Tyler. Yeah. And uh -huh. I was like, oh, this is this is weird, but it's cool. I like the song. Then I saw Yonkers. Mm. Then that's when I was just like totally turned off by him. But then I started watching his interviews and just kind of learning more about him and yeah. you know what he's really about. And that's what made me kind of that's what drew me to him because I'm like, oh, you know, he just doesn't care. Yeah. And he's making fun of like the generic music video. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, type of things. People talk about all this crazy stuff that they don't do. So he's like, why can't I do the same? Yeah, and yeah. He just made it completely more vulgar than the oh, norm yeah. is. So, yeah, yeah them, um, Outcast is another mm. um, inspiration of mine. There's, yeah, there's every, I don't think they have any boring music videos. Uh, that, you know, I feel I like Andre, Andre 3000 <laughs> is like one of like just this creative genius mm -hmm. if you yes. just track everything that he's done mm -hmm. since the beginning of outcast you know and every exactly. video even from miss jackson to bombs over baghdad and everything just had like from his earlier stuff everything has like this certain flair yeah. right you know? it's like a group aesthetic though i think they both play off of each other exactly yeah. him and big boy play off of each other very well yeah just as the two of them mm -hmm. you know so i think all that plus they had like a crew and you roll with the crew as well, you yeah. were only 
three deep. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Um, but I feel like it, it adds to your creativity. Like when you and June do your videos right. together, mm-hmm. I and, feel like. And do you feel like because of like, you know, like those people, like Outcast has like them two, and then they had the whole like Dungeon Family thing where it was like a whole group. And, right. And even like Odd Future, they had a whole group. Mm-hmm. What do you see as like a benefit of being um, in sort of an artistic um, community kind of thing versus, because you could have just as well been like, I don't, I don't fuck with anybody. It's just me. Well, just do this. it's interesting because that's how it started off. Mm-hmm. Because I've had my group of friends that I've been trying to get, because like trying to get to do the same thing as I've been right. doing, and they would show a little bit of interest, but they didn't want to put in the work to do mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? Because like June and Vila and like the people I'm working with now, they weren't always around. Like I just started working with them not right. too long ago. You know? Okay. And so. I got to the point to where I was like, fuck, like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do it by myself. Like, right. I literally just set the tripod up. I'd had, it was annoying to do, yeah. like, to film the videos by myself. Yeah. But it was, I loved it. So I'm just like, this is what I'd love to do. So this is what I'm going to do in order to make things happen. Right. And as I was doing it, that's when the people that I'm working with started to kind of just come out of nowhere. Like, oh, you know, met June at a party. Vila has been, always been around, but right. um, him and I just learned that we had the same interests. And so, with that being in a community of people that are on the same page as me, you know, we all work off of each other. We all benefit from each other. We all learn from each other. And right. it's just cool to get other people's opinion on, you know, things now instead of just my own. Do you feel like um, since you started working mm-hmm. um, with people who are in the same, I guess, world as you, um, do you feel like your content has changed? Um, in a way, uh, like I think having help, it, it having help makes it a lot more easier to execute the things that I can't do being by myself. Right. Like there will be some stabilized shots that I'm unable to do, or some handheld shots that I need someone to do, and mm-hmm. it just it take it, it it takes things to a whole different level in comparison to just shooting on a tripod. Right. And um, you can yeah. you can widen the scope essentially. Exactly. Like I'm able to do more when I have help. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And what about this the, the the fashion aesthetic you have in the videos and and just in life in mm-hmm. general? It's, um, it's uh, people at home. This is not a character or an act. This he's living this every day. Yeah. Okay. No swag, no swag. And these it's things don't so, seem easy to find too. It's really cool, but I mean, you got to put some effort. Right. You got to search for these things. Yeah. Um, you don't wake up this fly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> or do you? We don't or you know. do. Amen. I don't know. Sometimes I just, I wake up, I'm in the skies. Like, damn, how'd I get here, bro? <laughs> That's what I so, do. I mean, the fashion aspect of, of what you do is is uh, its own, you know, p- piece of the whole project. You know, the visuals and music and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the outfits. Have you always been into fashion? and Or has that grown since you've It's definitely grown. Like, mm-hmm. when I was younger, I really didn't care. I mean, I feel like everybody goes to that phase yeah. You know, when they're younger, you know, and I've gone through mine. But um, honestly, a lot has to do with just, like, feeling. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, which is, like, I have my motto, live healthy, you know. Right. And so to just kind of go back in time, when I was younger, I've gone through, like, my real insecure, low self-esteem, right. depression phase. Like, I went through that. And I noticed, like, because I talk to my mom about, a lot about these kind of things because she's a therapist. Wow. And so um, That's helpful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes things really helpful mm-hmm. to, like, you know, get through the little phases that I go through. Yeah. But, like, we talked a lot about, you know, when I was younger. And I noticed that because um, she, she told me that, like, I, I didn't care about my hair. Like, it was just all over the place. Yeah. I wore gray a lot. I wore black a lot. And I just did not care at all. Mm-hmm. And, um I noticed that as I got older, you know, I've gone through my different phases and experiences and I've learned a lot growing up to be, you know, where I'm at today. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that when I deal with those feelings a proper way, like whenever I'm mad, whenever I'm sad, whenever I'm depressed, like I show all that attention. And I realized that once I began to show that, you know, that side of me that needed attention, the attention that it needed, Mm -hmm. that's when I began to learn more things about myself that I didn't even know of. Especially as dudes, I mean we're not exactly you know uh, encouraged nah. to be like oh you're sad just put that away exactly move forward you exactly. feeling whatever depressed put that away right um so you feel like dealing with it head on like putting the brakes that, on and that, being like what is the issue here it opened a whole different yeah. side of me that i did not even know like the whole comedy stuff the mm-hmm. whole 
um, no swag and all, all, yeah. all of that. Like that all came out of nowhere once I began to really deal with that side of me that needed to be dealt with. Wow. Right? So yeah. let's let's take it back to you grew up in Oakland, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when and you re- did you recently move to LA or you still like yeah, go we, back and forth? We or? just moved out to LA. Okay. Wow. Um, this what is it? August. Mm-hmm. It's August, almost end of August. Yeah. yeah. So we moved out beginning of this month. Okay. Yeah. How'd welcome. You, yeah. Well, welcome. Uh, <laughs> it feel, I mean, yeah. it feels good. It's tight. Yeah. It's tight. How was it Thank like you. growing up uh, in Oakland? Um, it was cool. Like, yeah. it. I was really reserved, really shy. Like, I didn't really put myself out there that mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Um, it was interesting though because when I was younger, I had like a whole like group of friends that. I was like kicking it with all the time yeah. because my mom was just really cool with their parents. So they were always around, but I don't talk to any of them anymore. Mm. Just wow. because do like, you, do you think that was like a time thing or just where you are in life? I mean, this is like, this is before any of this stuff even happened. Like oh. as we got older, we, our interests just did not match. You just ended up going in different avenues. Yeah. Like it was interesting. Cause I had a best friend of mine, his name was Josiah mm-hmm. and like him and I were like this tight, like, tight. Mm-hmm. And, um, he moved a lot like he moved around a lot like oakland to tracy to um oakland and then stockton like it was Mm -hmm. just back and forth a lot and then there was just one time where he just ended up staying in stockton and i just didn't see him and stockton from oakland is really far away from each other it's like hours yeah yeah and so like being a kid it's like i can't just drive out there to go see him you know (laughs) i wouldn't even drive out there now (laughs) so um it was interesting though because when there was a time where my mom ended up hearing from his mom Mm-hmm. And I didn't I didn't talk to him for like two years or so, and we ended up going over there. And when I went over there, his just like his whole because Stockton is really it's, it's a little ghetto because yeah. you know with the gentrification going along, a lot of people that were staying getting in those pushed out are moving to Stockton and Tracy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing to do out there, so all there is to do is to hang out with those people. Right. And so I noticed that just like his everything about him was just different, and it was just it was so bad that it was awkward just being around him. And that's when I realized, I'm just like, it's not a bad thing that we don't connect, but it's time for me to move on yeah. from what mm-hmm. we had, you know? Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. just sucked because he was like a really, really good friend of mine. And it was the same with a lot of those friends. And so I think I was around 15 or 16 at the time. And so it was weird because I also had this fear that I wouldn't be able to have friends that I can just hit up and just it's hard and once you get a little older it's hard to make friends as quick as you did when you were like in high school because like you're around the the, you know these people all day yeah five days a week and sometimes on the weekend Mm. it's a lot easier to meet people and like meet people through people but Mm. then when you're just like out yeah it sucked like it sucked that was like one of my biggest fears I'm like I don't think I'll be able to make friends like true (laughs) genuine friends because Like when I was in high school, um, I didn't have any like genuine friends. It was just like a, always like, oh, I see you in class, and it's like, what's up? Like but acquaintances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just, it was really interesting. It was mm-hmm. definitely a, an interesting thing to go through. Yeah, at that right. Age. Yeah. Damn. Dope. So what was, what was your family like? Did do you have like siblings? Yeah, I have a brother, a okay. little brother of mine. He's nineteen. He turns twenty August twenty eighth. Oh, nice. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. So uh, when you. What were you doing before, like, everything kind of popped off for you? I mean, well, like, not popped off, but, like, mm-hmm. things really, like, when you f- really got serious about creating content online. Yeah, yeah, like, what was the genesis from, you know, living in Oakland and, you know, being this kind of, like, shy, sort of isolated kind of kid, you mm-hmm. know, worried about, you know, maintaining, you know, friendships and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, what made you, have you always been, you know, musically inclined to these kinds of things, or was it sort of... Just a, a fun thing that you tried. Well, I started making videos and like writing music when I was like 12. Oh, wow. And I was actually inspired by my uncle. Um, mm-hmm. His name is Omega Watts. That's like the name he goes by. Yeah. But um, it was interesting because he, he was not around a lot. He moved around a lot too. Yeah. He did graphic design, um, produced beats. He was a oh, DJ. Wow. And so he was just like, moved, like went to Florida, New York, Jamaica, it's like a renaissance, Portland, man. California. Like, yeah, it was yeah. just a lot going on with him. So. Whenever I did see him, um, he always had his camera. Mm-hmm. And I there was one time where we ended up staying with him for the weekend in Portland. And just being around his creative space kind of influenced me in a way. And I didn't even notice it. Like, I was just like, 
I just remember one day coming home, I ended up finding a point and shoot camera in our garage yeah. and um, I just started filming. So just that energy of being around, you didn't even notice it, but nah. you're like, man, being around this sort of like artistic, um, you know, a different kind of energy than you're, that you, at that point you had never really been around. Yeah. It kind of just rubbed off on you without even it being like a conscious exactly. thought. Exactly, and so like from there, it just I just started off making like the skits and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I started making little goofy videos when I was with my brother and my little cousin. Yeah, like we had like weird outfits. That right, I just would say, "Put this on," and then <laughs> I'll just do this. And mm-hmm. it's funny. There's a video on YouTube that no one will ever see. Uh huh. <laughs> glasses are off. Holy glasses shit. are off, man. Y'all not finding that video. <laughs> put these. I'm put these tinies back on. <laughs> Yeah, but um, it started off with that, and we I just made a bunch of stuff, little videos that I never put up online, but that was the one that I ended up putting on. Mm-hmm. And then um, I really got deep into editing because we had a dog that me and my family were really close to. Mm-hmm. And um, she ended up, she we had, we had to put her down because she had cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, and it's all good. Um, it, that was a really, really hard time, like, for me and my mom, too, because my mom was, like, really close to her as well. Mm. And just seeing my mom the way she was, it, like, really brought me down. <laughs> yeah. And so one day I just got on the computer and I just took all the clips that we had of my dog and I put a video together and then I showed my mom it. You and made then, a montage? Yeah. Wow. And seeing my mom react the way she did because she just she just started busting out crying oh, yeah. and that's what made me really realize like damn this is the type of impact i can do just by making a video just the effectiveness of a video on people if it's done at the right time or blah 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 that kind exactly. of thing that's amazing yeah. and that's it, that's interesting like when you're a kid like how much more you're perceptive to like emotional changes if, like if, if you just live at home you know? Yeah. And you're like, I can tell. Even if your mom, probably your mom was probably trying to just be chill about it. Yeah. <laughs> but you could tell. Yep. You know? You just sense the energy. I mean, especially yeah. depending on how close you are to the person. Like, because mm-hmm. me and my mom are really close. Yeah. And so there'll be times, like, I'll just be in my room. And because I'm really goofy and, like, my, my energy is, like, really welcoming and yeah. it's really out there. But there'll be times where like I'll just be in you know that mode where I just feel really off and mm-hmm. I don't even have to I don't even have to say anything I could just walk in the house or walk in my room be like hey mom, and then she like and then she'll come in and she'll be like is everything okay and I'm just like how do you know you how do you know, know? Like, how do you know that <laughs> no I feel <laughs> terrible right now <laughs> so yeah it's really interesting energy's crazy so you started doing videos with your your brother and your friends um, when how many videos in did you feel like, oh, okay, this feels like something I should keep doing. This feels like something that could be bigger for me. Dancing, dancing uh, videos. Mm, okay. uh, actually, it started with the Crank That Soldier Boy. Okay, And the wow. Crank That Batman. People don't realize how many careers have started it's crazy. off of it's, Soldier uh, Boy's dancing. People make fun of that dude, but like, how many careers has this dude started? Especially in the online community. Maybe not like in the mainstream like musical community but as far as the internet is concerned Mm -hmm. those any sort of songs that have um dances uh attached to them each one of those sort of spawn this sort of whole wave yeah and then out of that wave a couple people will will build off of that if they're doing it right like Mm -hmm. you and other people and that and you can really get an audience because online that the hardest part is getting that i mean you know this getting that initial audience yeah and getting people to pay attention and, and Lo- give a, a loyal shit. fan base. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And sometimes it's because you don't know what the thing is that mm-hmm. will do that for you. So a lot of times for the people, it's like just as easy as that. Like, oh, there's a soldier boy dance thing. Yep. People watch it and be like, hey, this guy has like interesting things mm-hmm. and little things like that could like start a whole career. So, yeah. And I mean, to piggyback off of that, it's all about. I feel like now it's a little easier to have a video that's viral. Yeah. Yes. Because it's just there's so many people on the internet mm-hmm. now that way more. It's so easy to just grab people's attention, but it's hard to maintain that attention. Yeah. Right. So when it comes to like capitalizing off of something, it's that like what what is the reason that people should keep watching Cali mm-hmm. videos? You mm-hmm. know? Is he just that one guy that made that one video and that's it? Or should I keep you know, keeping up with what he's doing. That's right. the tricky part. What do you think you've, how do you think you've been, um, uh, what's your strategy to keep people engaged? I mean, 
it come one thing I've noticed is so like I listen to a lot of music, a yeah. lot of music, and I just I don't know I I, I kind of know what's hot, you know. Like I'll I'll hear a song that is just completely different, or it could be something that isn't as different. Like it's just I don't know when it comes to music, I feel like music has been really beneficial for me because right. I'll play a song on my Snapchat or whatever. People will be like, "What is that? What is that song?" So you feel like you That's have the a number one question in my comments. What is that song? <laughs> Read the description. You have like a wealth. Do you feel like you have a deeper wealth of musical knowledge because you've been listening? Have you always been like a big music head? Um, kind of. I mean, I feel like it's been there unconsciously. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, that's when I began to realize, oh, you know, I have a pretty solid ear yeah. on what sounds good. Have you always stuck to like hip hop and R&B or like is it pretty I wide? actually, so... I mean, hip hop has been always been a thing that I've liked, but yeah. when it, I like really wavy production. Mm-hmm. That's what will really catch my ear. Yeah. And depending that like production is first to me, and then how the person delivers on that beat. Right. That's what really draws my attention. So yeah. after high school, what did you um did you pursue uh, education, higher education after that, or did you just get right into work or? <laughs> So, was your mom pushing you towards that? Since I mean, she, she is. It's a doctor. In, yeah. It's yeah. interesting because so with my parents, you know, they were just the normal like, hey, so what are you doing with school? Yeah, you know, oh, this is probably something that you should do. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was in high school, like, I just wasn't a school person. Yeah, as which That's is not normal. For everybody, yeah. It's a normal for artists. You know, sure. they just realize like school is just not. I mean, it was cool, but. It's cool to have that opportunity to mm-hmm. learn like about business and math For and sure. science and whatnot. Like, yeah, give me the opportunity, but right. I don't I don't want that opportunity, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so coming out of high school, um, I went straight to the art institute. Oh, cool. Because oh, whoa. I only went for a semester. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just like cracked open the door. I like, literally, right, I'll see you guys later. I was just like, <laughs> for one, so what really turned me off about it was, um, so, you know, coming from Oakland to San Francisco, mm-hmm. um, the commute. It was just really expensive. Like, you were commuting? It was twenty dollars on the Bart. It was twenty. Holy yeah, the Bart. Shit. It was twenty dollars back and forth, and um, I like I'm I was a procrastinator, so I didn't jump on my schedule the way I was supposed to, mm-hmm. and so I had classes like so I had class two I think Monday no Tuesday Thursday and Saturday, for sure. And that Tuesday is te- that is a terrible schedule. <laughs> it's trash. Tuesday and Thursday I had eight to twelve. And then I had a big gap, and then six to That's ten. That's how you know you didn't plan your schedule, because I had one semester in college where I did that same thing. And you you know, because it's always like your brother's like, what's your schedule like, man? He's like, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m.? I'm busy. And then my next class is at 5 p.m., and I have to stay on campus. It's trash. And <laughs> it's just like, the guy in the cafeteria. Person. I'm like, do I stay <laughs> in the city and just bum it out? Mm-hmm. Or do I you know, get big baller and just spend this guap on this ticket to go back to Oakland that's and like come back? 40 bucks. But yeah. that's not even the worst part. So at the time, we were living in the Oakland Hills. Mm-hmm. So it's Oakland Hills is like Skyline and Keller. Oh, yeah. And... Um, that just adds on to like the commute like yeah. my, so at the time um so <laughs> all right i'm gonna try to tell one story that so the first story <laughs> this is what really this is what really like turned me off with the art institute there was a project that i had mm-hmm. like it was like a finals project kind of thing and it was something i had to build i don't really exactly remember what i had to build but i had to build it right and i did it the night before like i was up all night like just building it and i got it done and um it was like an art piece. It was an art piece. Okay. Like it was like a like some type of structure that we had to make. Right. Um, it was for one of the art classes I was mm-hmm. taking, and uh, so I was headed to like I was headed to the BART like in my car to you know get on the BART and head to the city. Right. And I was turning left, and I got into um, someone hit me <sighs> from the the right side. Ooh, you and, got T-boned. Yeah, and the car like I had a um, a BMW. Like yeah. A, I don't know the model. I don't know cars or anything, but yeah. it, it was an old school BMW, and it like went up against this curb, oh, and so like the bot like basically the car got totaled, but yeah. I looked in the back, and my piece was completely fucked, oh. smushed. Oh no! And after that, I was just like. I can't do this anymore. Oh. Something is telling me to just give this up. The universe is the like, universe is like, yo, we went out of the way and ruined your project. This is what we think about your project. Yeah. <laughs> that crappy little 
yeah, turd yeah. that you put I'm together. Sorry. Did you think that this would do well? Yeah. We handled this for you. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I had an A in the class and it dropped down to a C minus. Oh, Even no. when you told them I got T boned? They were like, I'm sorry. Art is art. Art is art, bro. You should have yeah, you should have had that figured out. Yeah. And so it just completely just, I was just to- totally turned off by it. You know it. how you could have got a name for that project? Take the crumpled mess and then just put the police report on top of it. Hey, for real. I like, didn't think about that. <laughs> this is a statement on society right now. I didn't think about that. That's hella funny. <laughs> Hindsight's, you know, 2020. <laughs> but that was just the half of what like completely ruined my experience. So there was what a, put the nail in the coffin. For this you. is yeah. what did it. So it was this class I was taking. It was like some type of symmetrical blueprint type of class to yeah. where you're you're you have a blank canvas right and there's mm-hmm. an instructor and he's basically giving telling us step by step like all right you got to do this one and then two and then yada 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 mm-hmm. i'm not good with math and i'm not good with like symmetrical things and so i was taking the class and like i'll mess up on step four and then he's on step 11 oh, you know what i mean man. and you have to keep up with him because he's doing it live yes and wow. so like i just kept asking him like hey like how do i recover from this and he's just like oh just ask the person next to you oh that's the worst and so like everyone is just so ahead and i'm still on step four right you know what i mean and i just remember one day like i was just on bart just thinking about it and then like i just got hell of emotional just getting like anxiety and being like man i gotta go to this class and i have to yeah. be behind again exactly yeah and so like i just remember coming home and my mom was just like, hey, you know, how you going? And I was just like, I'm not doing good. And she was like, what's going on? And I just like started broke, I just broke out crying. Wow. Cause I was just like, mom, like I can't do this. Like I just, I don't know why I can't keep up with this. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying my best. Like I'm going to these tutorials and all that. And it's just, I just keep falling behind. Right. And that was another thing that I went through in high school, like with math is right. I always fell behind. And mm. it just like, it just completely shattered me, yeah. you know? And that and it was interesting though because that moment um, is when mom, my mom and I got like even closer because mm-hmm. that's when I began to start opening up to her. Gotcha. Right. And then to fast forward time a little bit more, um, she ended up bringing that back up, and she was just like, you know, I I was thinking about you know that class that you took, and I just wanted to ask you like, as a mom, you know, I want to be there for you. I want to make sure that you're doing what you want to do, not because you're doing it for me and your dad. Right. You know. So she's like what do you want to do and then i at first i was like oh i think i want to go to school and she's like no like what just forget about yeah, what she's like mom and dad yeah. like what we think what do you want to do and i just told her i was just like i want to make videos and i want to make music and i want to create this brand that i've always been thinking out thinking about but i was just too nervous to tell you guys about it because i didn't know what you guys would think about it and she was like, just give that up. Like, just don't think about what we want to do. We're going to support you. Like, I'm going to support you no matter what. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy because since that day, that's when I realized, like, it was like this burden that just came off of me. And I realized, like, I can do what I want to do. That's that's crazy. And my mom's going to support me. That's that's crazy. And that's what gave me even more confidence to do, you know, what I'm doing now. I mean, that's such a huge gift you you have mm-hmm. in that. Because, like, a lot of people, they don't have that. Like, getting yeah. into the arts, they don't have that that support Support, and that means a lot you know exactly like it's a blessing because i know like there's a lot of artists that we all we go through that you know we go through that and they don't have parents to support them yeah Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah and so it's a blessing that my mom was able to do that for me yeah yeah i was gonna ask but i feel like you kind of touched it on Mm -hmm. like you know if you're really because like it seems like you and your mom are extremely close Mm -hmm. and very open with one another yeah Yeah. so it was it always like that you know were you always that that close and and open or did it just kind of happen after that incident nah like it was it was interesting because like my mom always had like she was always really protective over me and my brother you know Mm -hmm. but as far as when it comes to like that genuine relationship like that you know mother-son relationship we yeah. didn't have that all the time because my mom even admitted she was just like i you know there was a lot of growing she had to do you know she, that she had to go through for us mm-hmm. and so she went through that growth so that she can not just be there for for us but better herself i feel like also a lot of the times in those situations parents are more concerned when when kids are super young about just like making sure that you don't get in trouble mm-hmm. and then yeah. you eat food and you don't fail out of school. Right. And then it takes that point where the kid becomes like an adult to mm-hmm. where they can sort of just like sit back and be like, okay, now I can actually have like a deep conversation with you. Well, it was yeah. actually interesting because 
like I said, like with me, with our dog dying and yeah. then me going through the whole school thing mm-hmm. and us living in the Oakland Hills. Like at the time when we were living in the Oakland Hills, we were living at my, we were living at my grandma's mm. and wow. we literally lived in a corner. Like it was me, my brother and my mom literally living in a corner. Like we just had a divider. <laughs> oh man. And it wow. was like even that experience that brought us closer because we realized like we just learned a lot from each other. And mm-hmm. um I just work with each other. Yeah. Yeah. And going through all those experiences is what brought us together. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't like a one thing happened and like we're cool now. Like, no, we like went through stuff. Yeah. And that's what relationships is. Like you have to go through stuff in order to become closer. It it builds. You get much closer. And that's incredible, too. You know? Yeah. Um, How did she feel when you were like, hey, or what what did she say when you're like, I'm making this move to L.A.? Um, She was hella happy for me. Yeah. Yeah. really sad too of course it's a bittersweet feeling moving away yeah your son moving away mm-hmm. you know and it and it's funny too because you know usually the normal is the parents are like all right bye like you're 18 leave but yeah my mom was just like you know just leave whenever you're ready mm-hmm. and you know i helped around in the household like of i paid course. bills i wanted to, i wanted to make sure that i'm not just some you know some bum yeah of course the couch, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. so that's um, more than I, I could say when I was 18, 19. I was like, True. <laughs> You're like, um, can you guys buy more chips? What are you doing? Literally. Yeah, yeah. That oh. was me. Man. I've, <laughs> I've had homies like that that get mad when their parents don't cook. And I'm like, like, bro, what's wrong with you, man? You're like 23. Yeah. Damn. When I, when I first moved out, when I was like, I just turned 21. And uh, my parents, my mom was like in dental. So she was very conscious about like us having soda a lot mm-hmm. yeah but when i first moved out uh, i went to school you went on a bender dude i bought like those 24 packs of like mm-hmm. uh mountain dew sun kiss and that's all i would drink it was just soda soda Sick. soda because uh, i was like i'm finally free i can do, <laughs> I can do what i want and then that, i mean uh, i would prefer that as a parent than you doing that's like, true heroin or some that's shit like true. that that's true yeah like, that's true he's just going just gallons of so that it's the same thing to my mom yeah. just jack your teeth up just yeah. jack your teeth and then up. after <laughs> like literally after that year i did that for like a full year and then now i'm like i can't even touch soda like i, yeah. I only do water you went through now. your face yeah i went through my face i got it out of my system <laughs> mom all that if you're watching i don't do soda so what if, um what does your brother do um so he is working at fedex right now and cool. then he's in school for business okay nice. and so he's going through his phase where he's figuring things out too yeah um and like it's interesting too because him and i used to be really really close too but we kind of fell off a bit but i'm happy because we're beginning to become a lot closer like mm-hmm. i told him i was like coming out here i'm gonna call you like you know once of a course. week just to check on you you know and he was really happy to hear that mm-hmm. and um yeah like we're i feel like we're building our relationship again and he's keeping me in a loop more yeah. about like what he's doing and so yeah like yeah. like i said he's just he, he's really interested in business and he's really good at math too which is funny and that could even be a thing that like because i have it with my my brother my older brother's my mm-hmm. manager and so like exactly. he did business and that kind of stuff and sometimes that's like a great pairing so mm-hmm. yeah. you know, i mean if you still if you keep going the way you're going it could be like a beneficial oh, thing for be like oh you should come and that is like one of my dreams i want him to work best. with me like yeah. i want him to work with me so much yeah. mm-hmm. like i can't i'm excited to see like how he grows and just kind of what you know being 19 turning 20 i'm just like he's still hella young like right. i'm 24 and i've gone like i was 19 five years ago mm-hmm. and i went through what i went through so yeah. i'm excited to see his growth and kind of see how you know yeah. he turns of out of course do you feel like um uh with the music you know uh the way it is and the way you're doing it right now mm-hmm. do you see yourself like long term maybe like putting out like an ep or something like that and doing it just like this is alongside that but mm-hmm. then going your own route where you're just doing music yeah like well with the music I'm, i feel like i'm still going through the transition of people recognizing me as an artist in comparison to a youtuber right comedian or Mm -hmm. whatever type of title they want to put on me Mm -hmm. um so i've just just been kind of trying to trinkle like song singles and then add a music visual for it just give them a taste and see how they react to it and then increasing the demand of a Mm mixtape an album or whatever so right um i i've told i've been telling people like i'm gonna be a lot more aggressive with the music yeah i mean you're very talented I, i think that would be like a great lateral move for yeah because yeah. that's something i've always wanted to do I've, mm-hmm. and i've been like i said i've been wanting to do it since i was 12 mm-hmm. but when i was 12 i used to just write music i didn't like my voice at the right. time it was really high right. 
Mm-hmm. But now I'm all, you know, I got the little daddy sexy voice oh, for the shit. hot mama. Oh, so, you know, shit. I can you know, dummy. <laughs> so when, when you came to L.A., you, you would come back and forth between L.A., right? Uh, say it again. You used to come back and forth between yeah, Oakland and L.A. Yeah, yeah, until yeah. before you really settled in. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you feel with like the community here, the creative community in L.A. at the time? When you, did you vibe with them? Were you able to collaborate with them? Did you collaborate with them? And you're like, I don't want to fuck with them. Or how'd you feel? Yeah, I mean, um, I read energy really well. Okay. And so... I can get a vibe of someone that, and it's not always completely accurate, but like I'll get a sense of, all right, are you trying to rock with me because I, you're trying to rock with me because of like I'm Cali on Fox, or you're just trying to rock me because like you're trying to be cool. Because mm. when it comes to working with people, I have to have a smooth, some type of relationship with that right. person. You know, like I'd prefer to get to know the person and feel out their vibes before we just start working. Just because that's how I work. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, 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 I make my craft based off like how I'm feeling. Yeah. And so if things, you could be the dopest artist ever, but if we don't mesh well, then I, I just don't see it working unless we're forcing it. From my sure. end, you know what yeah. I mean? It's usually so. like an unnatural collaboration will not yield the best product. Exactly, so. exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, there have been times where I've met people that I'm like, oh, we completely vibe off the back and that's cool and we worked. And then there's been people that I have met and, you know, we just didn't vibe as well. And I just kind of not, I mean, I'll still be around. I'll keep my distance, but I'm not going to work with that person. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Wow. And so, now that you've gotten bigger, do you feel like... Um, I mean, they're like more distractions, right? How do you stay focused? You know what I mean? Because the DMs are probably blowing up. So like, how do you <laughs> stay with the work schedule? <laughs> Sometimes, um, I mean, it's interesting because there'll be times where, like I said, I have that off feeling and right. I just have to just step back from mm-hmm. everything, you know? So there'll be times where I'm just like, I just need a week to just not do anything music or video related. Mm-hmm. And that's what recharges my battery. Sort of like decompress kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, Cause it can be overwhelming. Oh, it's you know? so yeah, and like, like I could get really anxious too sometimes. Cause I'll put my like I'll put this pressure on me. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, what do I got to do to make sure that I keep people interested, and what do I got to do to top that video? And and that's the thing about the internet. It's like, it's in just endless, insatiable, just hunger that people have on the internet. It's yeah. so like if you put out three hundred videos a day, someone would be like. Put out 302, man. All what the time. <laughs> Bro, because we used to make 30-second videos because Twitter, that was the limit for Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people were just like, make longer videos. And so I made a like a two-minute video, and they're like, no, we need longer. I'm just like, how oh you want God. a movie? Like, yeah. what do you need from me, bro? Because, <laughs> like, this is not easy. You know, this is not something we just, because we take time. Like, right. we take, it's not just, I just pick up my phone. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, here's a video. Like, and I no. think people watching it fail to realize that a lot of times. They yeah. do, but it, you just can't give that energy. That's mm-hmm. what I realized. Like, I just don't give that energy. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I, fo- I, as long as I'm doing it because it's what I want to do, mm-hmm. that's what's going to cre- keep it successful. Yeah. I don't, I don't allow people's opinions to, I mean, there'll be times where I'll see that comment and it, and, and it will affect me. I'm not going to lie. For sure. Right. Like, I'm not a robot, but yeah. I just, you know, I got to talk my, I talk myself through it. I'm just like, you know what? That's that person's opinion. Yeah. And he's not the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. He's not mm-hmm. the reason I'm able to live out in L.A. and I'm yeah. as successful as I am. It's because of me. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, my friends. And so I just keep tried my best to keep that mindset up for sure so I can get through. Yeah. It. Um, it, it was funny. We were watching um, your viral uh, challenge video that kind of went around earlier this year the yeah. in a dream challenge. Yeah. <laughs> How did, what would you guys do with that? Were you just like, hey, let's just do this right now? Literally. Like, just that was literally what it was. Yeah. Like, we were, we were filming June's video. Okay. Like, he did a video to this Jay-Z song. Mm-hmm. And we were literally walking back to the car. And my boy Zito, um, he was just like, oh, this is a song you guys should do, like, sometime. Mm-hmm. And he played the song. And I was like, let's do that right now. It's and a good song. It's, it's, it's classic, It, 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 it classic. slides. It's yeah. tight. It's, it's tight. And yeah. so, like... I was like, but let's do something different. Like, let's just, I was like, Zito, I want you to back up while you're walking. I like walk backwards and film and we're going to dance and walk instead. Mm -hmm. And 
yeah, it was just literally on the fly. Yeah. And we knew it was funny because we kept watching it. Like, bro, this is hella funny. <laughs> you know it's good when you can't stop watching your own stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Because every time, like, we'll see a video and we're like, uh, it's okay. Yeah. And I like, will upload it and it goes viral and it's like, oh, that's tight. But now nah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Because then you guys did like a part two, and that was just like you came in with like your squad behind (laughs) you. Hella deep. You know what's cool about that though is like it's almost like full circle to the Soldier Boy thing. It's like you made your own dance, and like that became its own thing. Exactly. And there's probably people who like have their own followings based off of their version of that. Because you just never know who you inspire, right? You know, and then that's why. Like I said, that's why I try to be that role model for mm-hmm. those people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I go through stuff, but, you know, I'm human and we all go through stuff. So just go through what you got to go through and then create that content. Yeah. yeah. And then there's that other video that, like, a lot of people just kind of downloaded the um, Now I'm Mad. Like, oh. everyone <laughs> just kind of, like, I've yeah. seen that everywhere. Y'all niggas could play ball for more than seven hours. But when it comes to sex, that can only last one round. What the fuck is that? Like, now? I'm fucking mad! What? I know you're trying to say that! I gotta tell you, it's funny because... I wasn't trying to make that a challenge. <laughs> okay. It, it was funny. like, I uploaded the video as a totally different caption. It was like, I don't even remember what the caption was. It was yeah. so long. But people just kept calling it Now I'm Mad. So I'm like, oh, okay, I guess it's the Now I'm Mad now. And <laughs> yeah. I just saw it as a thing and I'm, I was shocked. Now, it was, originally, it was about that girl ranting, right? That's yeah. That was the original, original. video. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. then from there, people just downloaded it and then like took your reaction and put it on everything else. Well, like, because when I saw the video, I kept seeing it. Yeah. And this, it was funny because that was during the time where I was I was trying to figure out if I wanted to make that leap into the mm. comedic mm-hmm. skits yeah. world. Because it was always on my mind. I just didn't, I just did like, I was like, I, didn't have, I don't have my friends to help me. Right. But that, when I saw that video, I was like, I can make this quick little thing real quick. Let me of just kind of see how it goes. Got yeah. my tripod. And... It's I've made it to where I'm the boyfriend and she's ranting at me. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she's like, hey, can you film this video for me? And I'm filming it. <laughs> and I respond like, oh, she's talking about me. Yeah. And then with her dancing, I'm like, oh, okay, dance. Yeah. You know, so yeah. yeah. That one, like, that's that a meme thing. now, you know, yeah. like, it's a gif. I, I see that everywhere, man. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, that was, that was a big break for me. That okay. was a huge break. What do you get, what do you get recognized for the most? Um... Like video wise, or just in general, yeah. Uh, it, it it depends. Like I've gotten recognized for my sideburns. No, like people. Really? Like I've had people say like, "Oh man, I saw these and I knew it was you." <laughs> and I'm just like, that's, that's tight. Yeah, because you know? I have no control over these. Okay, <laughs> there you go. That's just how they go. Yeah. So uh, where did Calion come from? So, Calion Fox. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and there was there, there's a nickname that I've had. Okay. It, it was Skip. With two mm-hmm. P's. That was like what my friends call me. And um, I wonder how you got that name. How'd you get scared? I, I, is P's? it like in an intense way where, you know how like the mafia always has like, you know, this is like Johnny Four Fingers because he had his like fingers cut off. Oh, right? like is there you, something? You cut a dude's leg off and yeah. you just home so you became scared. Uh, yeah. Like, so I, I just, I wanted a nickname. Yeah. I wanted a nickname because I didn't want to go by my government. And so mm. my, um, I was just always, I, I went through countless nicknames. Okay. Like, Which is smart because I feel like at this point. <laughs> yeah. So the cops can't have Google uh, me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So when you get, when you get booked, it's like, you know, this is Callie on Fox, AKA, and they read every single, single name. Also known as, also known as, also known as. So what's his name? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so Skip, that, you know the show Camp Laszlo? No. No, no. I Do love you know Camp this? Laszlo. Ah, it was a the car- name is familiar. It's a cartoon, right? Yeah, it's a cartoon with. It's basically all these animals, uh-huh. and they are scouts. Oh, I think I think I've, I've I've come across this back in the day. I love that show. I do oh, remember yeah. this. Oh yeah, I do remember. It's a Cartoon Network it's thing, mon- right? It was the monkey. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the elephant, elephant and <laughs> the moose. <laughs> okay, yeah. so these are deep cuts. Okay, so yeah, Camp okay. Laszlo. And yeah. so me and my brother were just watching it, and there was an episode about these two characters. They were they were dung beetles, yeah. and they were called Skip and Chip, and it was literally on that like just the whole episode was on them. And my my dad walked in on us watching it, and he was watching it with us, and then. I just remember him calling me Skip and my brother Chip, and I picked up. I'm like, where did you get that from? And then 
he was just like, I don't know. He just looked like a skip. And I'm just like, he got it off the show unconsciously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, two I, dumb I, 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 added, I added the second P okay. because I'm just. You got to add your add own flair to flair it. Got to add the flair. Yeah. Got to reduce the swag. It's hard Ready to like. like. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to be like, I want a nickname, but then it's hard to give yourself the nickname because yeah. your crew's not going to take it. Nobody exactly. respects a self. Nobody wanted nickname. to call me Skip for the longest. <laughs> I had to earn it. Mm-hmm. I had to earn the right to be called so Skip. How long did it take before it. It settled in. in two years. Oh. Two years? Yeah. Man. Damn. Like, once I graduated out of high school is when, because people at high school were just so accustomed to calling me my government, which I'm yeah. not going to say what it is. Don't say it. Because it's, it's, it's classified. All right. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do your research. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask people to creep on yeah. you. They'll do it. Yeah. No, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> in, in the words of Swoozy, there's online ninjas out there. They man. really are. Yeah, They're they going to. Really nah, they would never find it. No. Okay, so two it. years. So it took you leaving high school so you can reinvent yourself. Exactly. Okay. So then every introduction was some skip. skip. Yeah. And mm. then, so at the time, I had my dance group, and we were called Level Link. Like, it was like a collaborative group of four different dance groups, and we were all one. This was in Oakland? And, um, It was like Oakland, Hayward, yeah. San Leandro, and the city. That's where, like, all the different. And you've always been dancing. Kind of. Kind of. Like, it like was, what made you go serious into like, this I mean, is my I dance think, crew? I think I liked it more because I like, remember I was saying like the whole friends thing. Of course, like, yeah. I was like, oh, I've got homies now. Mm. And like, we're all, on, we're all interested in the same thing. Yeah. Right. You know, so it was just like being around people that were interested in the same thing and they're all cool people. It was just, it was really hard, like heartwarming. For sure. Yeah, you know, for sure. and then yeah. on top of that, like I was doing the editing for the videos. So it was just fun, like being able to film and edit those videos, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so. And then Calion. So, yeah. I was going by Skip at the time. Mm-hmm. I wanted to come up with some type of name for my production name. Oh, okay. And me and a close friend of mine at the time were brainstorming names, and um, he was just like, "Like, what kind of what, what, like what are you trying to go for? Like something that's original, something that's cl- like clean, mm-hmm. um, something that's not too too difficult, pretty simple." And um, we were just brainstorming, and then uh, I was like, uh, Cali's very own, like, Cali on Pro, Cali's very own production. Mm-hmm. And so it, I was going by Cali on Pro at the time, and um, time went moved forward, and I started doing the music thing. Yeah. And I ended up making a group called Fox Society, like, with, like, three of my other friends. Mm-hmm. And everyone in the group had Fox as their last name. Oh, it was like an ASAP thing. Yeah. <laughs> and so like Fox it was, Mob. It yeah. Calion Fox, Chubbs Fox, Izzy Fox, and Trent Fox. That's dope. That's yeah. awesome. And then I just kind of stuck with that from there. You know what's also cool about having a bunch of different names is that when someone addresses you, you know exactly what how era. they know you from. Yeah. Exactly. And when exactly. your mom calls you your name, that's very different. You'll know immediately versus some other dude calling you Skip. You're like, well, I know where you you know me from. Yes, exactly. Mm. And it's like, I know that they've been there from the day, from day one. Yeah. From the get-go. I feel like people are going to start calling you Skip now. Nah. Gonna, they're no. going to be like, we're going to act. Of Skip? Yeah, the return of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I know the nickname used to go by. I've been, I've been around. <laughs> um, okay, so like we always try to like wrap up the, uh, uh, the, the discussion with like all, to touch on spirituality, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, did you, uh, when you were living, um, especially with your grandma, I feel like when you have, um, what's, uh, when you're around grandparents, they're, yeah. they're more spiritual. They like, really, they are. So how did that influence or did, I mean, did, um, did you guys go through a spiritual phase where you're like a spiritual high when you're with your grandparents and then outside of being alone or? Well, um, when I was young, I mean, so. All my dad's side of the family live in the East Coast. Okay. They live in New York. They live in Florida. And oh, they live wow. in Jamaica. And I used to go to I used to go to Florida every year when I was younger until I was I think thirteen or twelve because of an incident. Wow. Okay, I love how vague I'm about, to, I'm about to tell okay. you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like I like to have people on the edge of their seats. Well, I'm on my edge. Yeah. You're on the edge, man. He's edging. Yeah. All right, man. All right. So um I was at my grandma's house. And um, my uncle, Mil- um, Uncle Milton, Omega mm-hmm. Watts, okay. he had a dog 
that stayed at the house and that dog is crazy like she was like you could tell when you meet that dog something's wrong with this stuff yeah okay energy man she's got her own plant yeah 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 yeah. and there was one night that they were just like all right you know let's put molly in the crate that was her name molly Mm -hmm. and um is that her nickname or like a government (laughs) i put her on blast because i don't care about her bro (laughs) (laughs) like her but yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and so um, they put her in the crate. Put her in yeah. the crate, and so I volunteered to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, so I got a cookie, and I was went in her crate to put it under her pillow. Okay. And she came in with me, and um, you know I'm trying to get out the crate, and we were stuck in the crate. And so um, while we were in the crate, I I looked over, and she was snarling at me. Oh shit! And then she just came over, and she bit me on my face. What? Yeah. And so. Like, she's on my face like this. Uh, how old are you? Like, 12. Like, I was young, like, it's 12 like or 13 or something. Straight. It would be traumatizing now, but to be 12. Yeah. And have a dog bite you in the face. And so, like, I pushed the crate off of me. And I'm just like, ah, oh, get off me. And, like, I'm moving. And the dog she's is still, still on my face. What kind of dog was this? A golden retriever. What? I know. That's Air nice. Bud Jesus. was biting your face? Air Bud, bro. Motherfucker. <laughs> Bear Bud. Out here booling. Oh my god Yeah so And like my cousins came And they hit her with a broom And she finally got off of me Uh huh And it was crazy Cause like it was so much adrenaline I didn't even realize What was going on Yeah And like I walked in the house Like my grandma started screaming And she was like Oh my god Your face and She was like She's like she's, Cause she's Jamaican So she was like Screaming in patois <laughs> and, and like I walk in the I walk in the bathroom And I like My whole face is just Covered in blood And I was just like Oh I'm bleeding and then I, st- I didn't, like, react to it or anything Because you're still on, like, the nerves. You don't even feel it Exactly. Yet. And then finally, like, my cousin came in. He's like, we got to go to the hospital because you got to get stitches. And that's when I started crying. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, we went to the hospital, and it was a bite, like, like right here in my eye. You could have been blind. Yeah. The, the doctor said if I didn't move, she would have got my eye. Damn. Yeah. It was crazy. You and took that cookie back. You're like, uh, mm, you don't deserve this. Yeah, yeah. man. I, <laughs> That cookie up. That's insane. <laughs> and my mom was like, "You're not going back over there." But you don't oh, seemingly you don't have like a scar or anything. So like you it's healed up. It's a little scar like on my cheek. Yeah, I kind of see it. Yeah, kinda... like once you see it, you'll see it. But it's not like something that's crazy. Someone would see yeah, it. yeah. 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 So they did a, a fine job. They did a good stitches. job. <laughs> yeah. So then because of that, you're like no more East, East Coast. Coast. Right. I do not mess with the East Coast. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah. I was say, like, we used to go to church every Sunday, kind of thing. Know. But um, I mean. I was a kid and it was early. Like we used to go from like seven in the morning until like 6 p.m. Oh man. And so wow. like I'd be in there wow. just like. It was like Coachella, but church. Zombin, church. Just. Just church. Church hella. Just yeah. a whole day. Yeah, man. But um, we, I, I, with the spiritual journey, yeah. um, with the experience that I told you that I've gone through, mm-hmm. I feel like it started with our dog. Okay. That's mm. where I feel like. Cause like I said, cause me and my mom were, all of us were all my mom and my brother and my, my brother's starting to like kind of catch on to it but yeah. with me and my mom um we're really spiritual mm-hmm. and so sure. like we have a lot of like talks about like the experiences that we go through we look at from a spiritual perspective mm-hmm. so it makes it a lot easier to kind of deal with it yeah you know like when it's something negative we try to look at it as something that it's like a lesson. Yeah, like, like what, le- what like, can we pull out of this? Exactly. Because okay. everything, you know, if you look at it like that, everything has some sort of lesson to be learned, some sort of positive out of yeah. even the most seemingly negative kind oh of thing. Yeah. yeah, because I'll tell you, like, moving out here. Uh, was it tough? hard, man. Yeah. Uh, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was not good. It was not tight. <laughs> Just in like, general, like finding a place just and all that. The, just it was so much. Like I, I had an incident with the police. What? My, what? my car broke down. Um, How quickly did you have an incident with the police when you came here? They're like, like, welcome to welcome to LA. <laughs> uh, it was probably like a week in. Oh my god! Like it was it was crazy. Like it was because that was my first time like dealing with something like that. So you know really? Wow. So That's... I was leaving my friend's house. Like it was like it was like ten in the morning, and yeah. I was leaving her house. And um, I pulled up to a intersection, mm-hmm. and like the police pulled up, and like he did the gesture to let me go, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm about you to can get, tell. I was yeah. like, I'm about to get pulled over." Yeah. And so um, um, I make a right, and he makes a right, and then you know he turns the lights on, and so I pull over, and you know I, I turn the engine on, and one of the police come out. He's like, he's like, "Put your hands on your head! Come oh on, put your hands on your head!" Whoa. And like he had his hand on his holster, 
And so I'm just like, oh, okay. And so like I put my hands up and then like, he's like, like knocking on my window. He's like, keep your hands on your head. And then I'm just like, okay. Like I've got my hands on my head, you know? Yeah. And so the other cop like walks over to me and like, he's kind of cool, you know, whatever. And then the other cop's like, roll the window down, roll the window down. And like, I kept my hands on my head though, because I'm just like, I'm not trying to reach. And And so like, I looked at the other cop. I'm like, Hey, like if, cause these are manual windows. Like if I reach over, am I going to be good? And he's like, you're, you're going to be good. It's okay. And it's like, I reached over and like, I'm rolling the window down. He's like, put your hand back on your head. And like, he had his hand on his holster and I'm just like, Oh my God. And then, so I'm talking to the other guy and he's like, you know what you got pulled over for? And I'm just like, nah, like, what is it? And then he's like, your front license plate's missing. And I was just like. So that you put your, really that aggro for a license plate? License plate. Jeez, man, that's terrifying. Yeah. And it was just like, because like I said, I've, I've dealt with police. Mm-hmm. Like I've gone through incidents and mm-hmm. whatnot. But I've been, you know, my parents have taught me like, you know, whenever police pull you over. Play that just, shit safe for one for one you have to play it safe Mm -hmm. and like for me being black you have to really be careful with how you react and what you say and what you do like right just me reaching over could have me get shot yeah anything you know and so like it's like just making sure that i just breathe and just take things slowly and remain calm because it's almost like you have to calm the police yeah it's like yeah yeah that's that's i mean that's what it is you you know that thing of not being given the benefit of the doubt yeah has to be so yeah aggravating on a daily basis it is. i mean yeah. like like i said i i look like after the the incident went by cool like after yeah. that guy like the other cop was cool like yeah. he was like he i mean was cool. luckily he was there yeah exactly yeah. and so that's how i viewed it like of course yeah i went through it and that whole day was just trash because it's funny because my car crashed like it oh. died later on that day but this was not a great day for you it was terrible <laughs> but to look at the police incident like like, I was talking to my mom about it. Because, like, that whole day, like, I was just totally defeated. Like, I was just quiet. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just, because I was just thinking everything through. Like, trying to, like I said, give myself that self-talk. Yeah. And then me, Vila, and his friend Eunice, we went out to lunch. And, like, we were all just chilling. And um, that kind of helped me feel better. But what how I looked at it as is that front license plate has not, like, it's it got stolen years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, four or five years ago. And I remember my mom telling me, like, hey, you know, are you going to deal with that? And I was like, oh, okay, I'll do it. But um, I didn't. Yeah. And that happened. Yeah. And that could have been prevented if mm-hmm. I dealt with it. You know what I mean? And so I looked at it as, you know, from a spiritual perspective, I looked at it as a lesson to stop procrastinating. That's true. Mm-hmm. And to be thankful that it was not two shitty cops, but I had one cool cop because yeah. Yeah. they could have both been shitty mm-hmm. and totally. things could have gotten way worse. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. so like, I was just thankful because I'm like, okay, God, like I see that you're trying to teach me something and mm-hmm. I've got it. Like I'm, I'm going to do, I'm yeah. going to make sure like I'm working on my procrastination. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, even though he had like, he had to sh- shake me up for me to learn that lesson. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? But he shook me. He didn't shake me too too much to where yeah things could have been way yeah worse. nothing happened that was irreversible at that point exactly yeah I hate when things happen to you when like karma hits you and you're just sitting there in the middle of everything going wrong and you're just like I I got it God I got it yeah like, right right <laughs> I just like please stop it yeah let, let's stop I I got I got it I won't be a piece of shit anymore right exactly like, let's just stop the suffering you exactly know? <laughs> that's why like I I try to be cool people you know uh, like I, yeah. I I really try my best to not allow like ego to take over mm-hmm. pride to take over and like I said going back to looking at people's other people's craft their music For videos sure. like not looking at it as oh that's trash yeah you know I just look at it as oh, okay you know that's what they do yeah cool. I, I'm not interested in it, and that's okay. But I'm not mm-hmm. gonna downsize it at all oh, or downplay sure. it, you know, because that's what they're doing. It takes a lot to say that, because I look at everyone's work, and he's I'm a like, very pessimistic person. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I got fuck this guy. Yeah. I, right, right, I'm right. Like it's, I hope this guy's camera stops so, working. It's so it's so easy trading. to do that. Yeah, you know, it's so it is, easy. Yeah, you know, and especially the internet, it's like built. For I that. know, man, and it takes a lot to be like, all right, let's not be a douche. Let's yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I mean, like I said, I'm I. I just try to set that example for sure. Right. You know, I try to set that example, but I try to do that for me. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not gonna get anything good out of talking shit about yeah, someone yeah. that's trying to do their thing. The oh, it's counterproductive. It wastes your time. Mm-hmm. That you could be working on something. Energy, bro. Yeah. Sure. Energy being wasted. Mm-hmm. Energy is important. Yeah. Hey, man, I want to thank you so much for for coming through, bro. Yeah. It really means a lot. Are you, are you working on anything specific that we should all know about, other than the huge? 
Oh shit. Oh, oh god. Oh god. That's your camera right there, man. They know. They know. The Fox Crew, aka Skip. FOX, man. No swag, no swag. <laughs> they didn't have to lie to you, feel me? Shout out to my boys. <laughs> Shout out to FO. We to the we to the, the skies, man. You feel me? You know what it is, man. Be my brother. Be shout out to my boy ninety four. <laughs> hey, but <Dude>. uh, yeah. <laughs> My bad. I went to. I get into. No, I loved thing. it. Do I loved it. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. Your lost swag it. levels just went negative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, ask me again. I'm sorry. Um, is there any, know, anything big? Your um, <laughs> any like future projects you're working on or? Yeah. Yeah, that we should know a lot about. Of music. A lot of music. Okay. Yeah, and um, it's it's going to be a very interesting transition that you guys are going to see me go through. Okay. We're excited to to be I'm on that ride with you, man. Yeah, I'm excited. Best too. luck of everything, and uh, welcome to L.A. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. I feel like there's like an echo. Oh, that's cool. I don't think so. A little bit of one? I think so. From what? I mean, come on. He took the glasses off on his own. That's how. That's how into it. We told you that was going to happen. It happened. Yeah. I. I. You know, doing the research Mm -hmm. on him, I couldn't really find too much. Because he is an elusive person. And yeah. honestly, on the internet, that's not, um, I feel like, exploited enough. Because mm. musicians and stuff do that, right? Like yeah. like Prince or somebody like that. You don't know what he's up to, right? Yeah. And that kind of, and he was probably just sitting home eating cereal. But the <laughs> fact that you don't know that and he's not putting it on Snapchat, you start thinking like, well, what is he, what is he doing in yeah. there? So I think he did a good, Callian does a good job with all his nicknames. I don't even, you don't even, he, by the way, off camera didn't tell us his real name either. So we don't know. We only he, know him as yeah. Callian Fox and Skip. That's it. That's all we know. He introduced when when I walked up and I was, when he came outside the apartment, I was like, hey, Ali, he was like, Callian. I was like, so right. he's invested he's in this, in the mystery, highly yeah. invested in the mystery. Yeah. But I mean, we got into a lot of things and I'm really glad that we got into the fact that, you know, having a bunch of different influences and, um, interest yeah and also being able to watch things and learn and take away th- things that you both like and don't like as you as yeah. an artist and a performer from someone or from something without having to shit on it yeah you know what i mean being able to absorb what you need and what you don't want out of something i think is really important i'm glad he brought that up i'm glad that we we're able to have him he's there's a guy that's on the come up you mm-hmm. know every time he puts something out it's more creative more interesting and um i think he's one of those guys you just got to keep an eye out for absolutely he's going to be doing some really cool stuff real soon you know yeah so i mean yeah. pumped i'm so I'm pumped. pumped i'm pumped to be back yeah um Thank you for watching. And if you're in the car, thank you for listening. Yes. If you're at work, um, I hope we're saving you. <laughs> and we can, you can get this podcast, by the way, YouTube, iTunes, iTunes, Stitcher, Stitcher SoundCloud, SoundCloud uh, Google. Google Play. So I'm it's trying to on st- you. I'm still trying to figure out Spotify. I still can't figure out how to get up on Spotify. Well, that's what our producer is for. We'll harass him after this. So anyway, we're, yeah. we're everywhere, guys. And... Just tell your friends about us. You know what I mean? Tell we have we got a lot of people that's it. I listening feel like in and watching, but you spread the word, let people know. And you have to subscribe. You Please. know, like if you enjoy this, just don't a be a bit. lurker. We yeah. don't even we don't post enough for it to be annoying. Yeah. Um, I think for us to be able to reach out to bigger creators, right. they look at our numbers like, ah, fifty K, I'm not gonna waste my time. I got like millions, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, even but then with some people, some people look at that and they look at the content and they go, you know what, this is legit stuff. Cause we've had a lot of people who have credible numbers. Yeah, come yeah, out. Yeah. So, um, if you guys think that we should interview a certain person, hit up that person on, on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. And, um, you know, let them, them know, Harass let them know. Them. Yeah. And then tag us. Cause then I, if I favorite it, it means this is a, someone that I want. If I don't <laughs> favorite it, favorite your tweet when you tag a get a potential guest it means i don't fuck with them or i yeah. don't want them and as always uh our final sign off is um take a screenshot of this episode and just find the worst possible uh face that ali is doing and Impossible. make and all make, my faces are <laughs> and make sure that I'll, I'll make sure to retweet the shit out of it i want to embarrass him online so make sure um hashtag um what's it apartment face apartment face and just make sure you get the worst photo of this guy um, that being said, thank you guys. You know, people as actually usual. did that last time. They did. I loved it. Yeah. I got so much joy. Out I was of like, it. why are these screenshots coming <laughs> in right now? But anyway, it's fantastic. So anyway, thank you guys for, for listening in as always and being the dopest audience of all time. Thank you. Thanks for watching. Thanks for being our audience. And lastly, if you support our show, we 
do this all out of our own pocket, yep. um, make sure you hit up our, uh, our Patreon. Yep. A dollar. A dollar. And you get it. deleted footage. Mm-hmm. You get yeah. all those bonus scenes. It's like a DVD. Yeah. Get those extras. And I feel like there might be some from this episode. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But until next time, I'm Asfali. This is Ali Baluch. We'll see you guys. Bye. Bye. Dope.